0: This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Wirth.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. I'm Brandon Wirth, and I am so happy to welcome you to the first installment of this new exclusive podcast series directed solely to the success of our local sports and to give the recognition that it certainly needs. So excited for this project. I thank all the people that have made this possible. It is going to be an awesome series of episodes. I'm so excited to release them to you and so thankful for all of our partners that will make this show possible. Those including the United States Air Force, Johnson's Automotive, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, the Macosta Osceola Transit Authority, Miseola Tech, and the Missiola Career Center. Thank you all for your support so what would the show entail you might ask we will be getting into all the review of the athletic seasons for our local teams from the 2022 season as the spring semester comes to a close and we will be talking to athletes staff athletic directors other athletic staff on their teams individual successes and simply giving all the news that may affect you with our partnership here with wbrn we appreciate them being able to use this studio and make this show possible as well but What a fitting way to start a brand new series like many other television series that just start up, movie franchises, music soundtracks, with a clean slate, the turn of a leaf. And what a leaf that will be turned this upcoming year in the Central State Athletic Association. The CSAA will be realigning for this upcoming year, which will include the downsizing of 14 teams down to just 11. We will be seeing Fremont, Hesperia, and Holton, the three Western teams, will be moving to the West Michigan Conference. How fitting for that. Um, And we wish them the best of luck as they move on to their new endeavors within high school athletics. Um, So we'll have 11 teams with the CSA. No new teams coming in, simply going from two groups now to one with those three, three teams leaving. Although there were reports that there were some teams that were being Looked at and maybe possible suitors for joining the conference, one of those including Belding, who is rumored to have possibly been interested in joining the conference, but simply at the end of the negotiations, as quoted by league secretary and Kent City Athletic Director Jason Vogel, Belding got cold feet and decided not to join the conference at last minute due to undisclosed reasons, so they will not be joining the CSAA in the fall of 2022. But when I asked some other athletic directors about potential teams that were looked into the conference, there were multiple that were considered that might be able to join the conference. But according to Dale Rogers, simply not enough to have the right fit. Uh, we talked about that, but uh, you know, as far as new
0: teams... Uh, geographically, there aren't a whole lot of uh, teams in the area that would match up to move into the, the silver. And uh, for the gold teams, uh, they weren't interested in moving down to the silver, um, you know, for a variety of different reasons. So it was talked about, but it just wasn't practical to make happen.
1: As Rodgers mentioned at the end of that segment, they were looking to balance the conference with gold and silver to make it a near five or six and six combination and keep the two divisions, which would include the idea of moving some gold teams down into the silver. Well, one of those reported teams did not like that idea. Here's Ryan Hanson.
2: There was discussion about keeping it strictly a gold and a silver but what they were trying to get was us to go and balance the, the gold and the silver, six and five, or bring another school in and balance it, six and six. Um, if you rank our student enrollments, um, largest to smallest, we would end up, um, enrollment-wise, we would be falling into the silver. And that was just something that I was not at all willing to allow. Um, we we want to be competitive. We want to we wanna face tougher competition. Um, and just pure mathematically, the more students you have in your school, typically the more competitive you're going to be. So we did not want to lose the, um, the privilege of being in the gold.
1: So with that being said, the conference decided to stick with the 11 teams in one division. Those teams include Big Rapids, Reed City, Tri-County, Chippewa Hills, Central Montcalm, Grant, New Wago, Kent City, Lakeview, White Clown, and Morley Stanwood as the teams that will represent the CSAA in the 2022-2023 academic and athletic year. And with that, they will all be playing in one conference together in all sports except for one, football. They decided to stick with the gold and silver divisional split. Now the the MHSAA and the CSAA came out and said that that is the going-to-be-designated group names of those divisions. Yet they are still looking into alternatives as of now, but the teams will be staying in the divisions in football as they are now. So Big Rapids, Reed City, Tri-County, Chippewa Hills, Central Montcalm, New Ago, and Grant will stay in what is now currently named as the Gold, and the Silver will be composed of Kent City, Lakeview, Molly Stanwood, and White Cloud. So in nature, with this scheduling decision, the Silver will have more opportunity for non-conference games, and the Gold will continue um, a pretty similar schedule to what has been over the years past, where they'll have the majority of their conference games as well as a couple non-conference games sprinkled in there. Uh, Both sides have agreed to have a uh, one-game interdivisional in their schedules this year, which will include Kent City and Reed City facing off against each other, as well as Molly Stanwood and Big Rapids will play each other as well so there will be an interconference between this what is the silver and gold as of now um, one game throughout the season As for other sports like basketball, the non-conference schedule will now become more crucial than ever. Since there is going to be 11 teams in the conference, that will mean 10 conference matchups in that season, and the rest of the 10-12 to games will be completely non-conference games. This will allow athletic directors like Ryan Hansen to schedule the best possible path for their teams moving forward.
2: What's nice when you have non-conference games, a good handful, sure it's more work on my end to find those matchups, but it allows me to know, okay, so this year I'm going in, I have a really super competitive uh, basketball team. I'm going to go out and I'm going to schedule some, some bigger schools and really challenge our kids um, and prepare them for the postseason. Uh, in, in other years, if we, if we're down a little bit, doesn't mean that I'm going to schedule, um, games that we can win, but I, I can adjust that and I can kind of feel, you know, what, what type of competition I want to bring in. It allows me to fit, uh, my team to the competition to give our kids, um, the best, uh, competitive edge that we can get.
1: While some sports like basketball will benefit from this influx of non-conference contests, some sports will see less non-conference games in the upcoming year. Sports like softball will now be playing more conference contests, which in turn will remove some crucial non-conference games they might have on their schedule, as well as opportunities for more in-season tournaments. When I asked coach and athletic director Dawn Thompson on this issue, it was simply, now we have to be more selective
0: biggest drawbacks uh, would be that we're not going to have as many non-league games. And a lot of times coaches, um, and I'll use softball as an example since I coach it, you want to go out and get more tournaments or maybe um, some really competitive games that you might have to travel farther to. So you have to be much more selective in what your non-league games are um, with the added league games for, for all sports.
1: I can certainly see how this is a drawback. Many in-season tournaments can be the building block and the momentum booster your team needs to get in the best shape before the postseason, which now will be slightly different up in the coming years. There are talks that the conference will be implementing a possible postseason tournament uh, for sports like basketball and softball. When asking Don Thompson, they said they're looking at the collegiate level for ideas.
0: I think our league is been very creative with scheduling, and um, we're going to try to come up with some conference tournaments uh, to give us kind of that uh, maybe college feel like the Big Ten does with their basketball tournaments. And our soccer team was already doing that, so we're going to have some other programs do that as well and try to create an environment of excitement prior to that postseason run that everybody
1: gets up for. At the end of the day, things really won't seem much different. There will be a lot of similar opponents on teams' schedules as well as similar formats to how their sports will roll through seasons, but there will be some interesting details that will be sorted out by the end of this year. But no matter what happens, there's one thing for sure. Despite the scheduling differences and the matchup differences on schedules, there will still be high-quality competition in this conference.
0: Well, I think the league as a whole is going to be... uh enhanced in some regards with this. I mean, if we look at last year, I mean, we had two teams from the gold, um, or excuse me, two teams in the CSAA make it to the state finals. What um, it would be exciting to play some of those teams in the regular season, uh, in the Waco and Kent City. Uh, that would be exciting to have them play a game. And uh, I know our girls' basketball team has been very strong, Uh, year in and year out, so to have that competition, that could uh, help as you uh, make a playoff run, that you're playing that quality competition night in and night out.
1: As a fellow competitor, I can firmly say I am excited for this upcoming season. I hope you are too. The opportunity for new teams, new athletes, new coaches to step up in this new league is certainly exciting, and we certainly have some of the best athletes in the state in this conference. There's no doubt about that, but it is going to be exciting. Don't forget to follow more along with this podcast as well on WBRN, and make sure to tune in next week where we'll be starting to talk about the sports individually as teams wrap up their seasons in spring play. Until then, this has been the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. I'm Brandon Wirth, and we'll see you next time.